Hey everybody, it's Kelly Cooper and welcome to episode 225 of the Life Made to Order podcast. Understand this one thing about manifestation and you understand everything. And this linchpin here is something that I've talked about a lot. It's one of my favorite phrases and, and things to bust out when people ask me about this and they're confused about how to manifest and what's energy and what's vibration and how do I do this and how do I do that. Leave it to the ego mind to complicate something extremely simple. And I get why it seems so confusing because it's just such a different way of looking at things, a different way of looking at creation. We're so attached to everything we want. We're looking to minimize so much pain. There's almost this uh, sense of desperation around it to make sure we're doing everything right to ensure that we get what we want because we think that's the key to making all our bad feelings go away that we have now, getting all these good feelings we are lacking right now and all of that, right? So if you understand this one thing about manifestation, you understand everything. It will clear up all your confusion. It will simplify your quote-unquote process and whatever you do to manage your energy and all of your personal growth and spiritual work and whatever. It's the only thing you need to know about this thing, manifestation, the law of attraction. Energy and vibration are just fancy words for feelings. So I know that confuses a lot of people. When you hear these words like energy and vibration, you think, well, what's my energy? What's a vibe? How do I raise my vibe? How do I raise my energy? What's a good vibe? What's a bad vibe? Right? And mass chaos ensues mentally. I think I, when people contact me, sometimes I could, I could feel the, the energy behind their messages, even though it's in writing. I could feel that, like, what do I do? And that I could feel all that energy. And it's like, oh, sweet, sweet, sweet child. You don't need to put yourself through all of this. It's okay. It's not as hard as you think it is can't do it right or wrong, can't be good or bad at it, none of that, right, because manifestation is not an action-based process. So again, energy and vibration are just fancy words for feelings. That's why I talk about dealing with your feelings a lot. That's why I talk about a lot of things that someone might think, what does this have to do with the law of attraction? What does this have to do with manifestation? A lot, because Again, energy, vibration, fancy words for feelings. A lot of work that you'll do to quote unquote manifest and quote unquote practice the law of attraction, it will seemingly have nothing to do with that teaching. And and one of the reasons too why I talk about a lot of stuff besides that is when you really think about LOA, manifestation, conscious creation, all of those sorts of ideas and concepts, the teachings about them, the core idea of like what's being presented in, in regards to those ideas, there's really not a lot to it when you think about it. There's not that much to talk about. Your energy, vibration, determine your belief system determines what you attract into your life. And it's good that it's that simple because it's, it is a simple idea. It's not a complex idea that has all these, you know, a thousand moving parts to it. So that's another reason too why I talk about a lot of other stuff because there's actually not too much to say about the law of attraction itself. And the way the teaching is presented, you know, most mainstream presentations of it, when you read and hear different people talking about it, they talk about it in a very kind of basic action-oriented type way. And it gives the impression that it's an action-oriented process there's all this talk of tools and techniques and all these different rituals and routines of how to manifest because that stuff has its value, but that's not actually manifesting. And again, because there's not that much to say about the core teaching itself, I think that's just a lot of filler of, in a way. It's like, well, this is manifestation is this. So these are all these ways that you can try to manifest. And I always talk about the tools and techniques and not 
um, conflating them with actual manifestation because those action-based things are, aren't actually the root of, action is not the root of creation. And all of those tools and techniques, they're action. They fall under the umbrella of action. And like I always say too, I'm not bashing them or telling you not to do them or they don't quote unquote work. It's just recognizing that's not truly creation. If all of that action was truly creation, then anybody doing those things would see different things come into their life. They would manifest all the things they're trying to attract. All of the subjects about which they are affirming and vision boarding and gratitude listing and journaling, right? It would, it would come to you. And a lot of people have seen that that's not the case and it's frustrating but don't feel frustrated because you think you're doing something wrong or it doesn't work or whatever. That's because that's not manifestation. If energy and vibration are fancy words for feelings, the purpose of all those tools and techniques are to make you feel a certain way. And a lot of people, if they were to reflect on all of their personal growth, LOA, spiritual work, and all of the stuff they do, the tools, the techniques, all the different modalities and chakras and uh, inner child and this thing and that thing, when I... If you ask yourself, okay, in my doing of all of those things, am I genuinely feeling better? Are these things making me feel better? Not just temporarily, not a little boost or a lift that the five seconds you're doing it, and then the rest of the day you're lost in your ego mind, human mind shit of like your fear and all of your stuff. But like, is this genuinely creating any lasting, meaningful shift in my emotional state on a day-to-day -day basis? And most people will be like, yeah, no, not really. So mystery solved there why all the things you're doing are not changing your reality you don't feel like anything's changing in your life and things you know things that are you perceive to be lacking are, are not appearing and certain problems you're struggling with don't seem to be resolving themselves and everything kind of seems the same or perhaps worse that's why energy vibration fancy words for feelings or any of those things you're doing changing your feelings in a genuine meaningful lasting way because a lot of you may have noticed when I talk about this I have that kind of I have that addition there I don't just say generally feeling better that I always use those words right like meaningful lasting genuine because there's a difference because you can do a whole lot of stuff and create some surface changes in your vibe and here and there you'll manifest specific one-off experiences right you don't need some perfect vibe to create what the ego human mind would perceive as the good desirable things in this world that we that we judge as such um, you don't need to clear out every last scrap of negativity you don't need to be like manically happy every second of the day you don't need to you know remove every shred of of doubt and, and fear you know it's, it's all about what's dominant you know so it's like at least 51 percent and you're on the right track so that's why I use those words specifically because the way, again, that manifestation, the law of attraction, and just like changing your life in general, even if it's not in that context specifically, it really, because again, because it's so really action-based and we're looking for the action to change, a lot of people don't find that, again, that meaningful, genuine, lasting change in their state of mind, in their emotional state, and how they're moving through the world. It's all very temporary, fleeting, more on the surface, more superficial, so again, if energy and vibration are just fancy words for feelings, you know, you'll see the real root of manifestation isn't going to be all of that stuff you do to activate positive energy. The only reason you have to try to activate all activate again, quote unquote, all like that's kind of the words we use again. So it all and the words we use to create the impression that it's action based because there are a lot of like verb type words like creating manifesting aligning it's like yeah those are verbs but they're not action-based processes they're internal emotional things it's it's mental and emotional it's not an action-based thing 
So for a lot of us, the the process, again, the only reason we have to, we, we are feeling like we need to cultivate all of that positive energy is because we don't have it now. But the lack of the positive energy per se is not the problem. It's the presence of all the negativity. Because I don't care what it is you want. If you want anything in this world external, that's coming from ego human you. And ego human you does not want anything in this world unless it's to solve some sort of problem, get rid of some negativity now. There's a resistance to something now and it makes us think, okay, if I get this thing, these bad feelings will go away. Again, I don't care what it is. If you have a strong, and the stronger you want something externally in the outside or some kind of change in the outside world, including like your appearance, you know, not just a thing you acquire, anything external in the world you want, it's coming from pain minimizing mode. So that's the issue. Again, it's not per se the absence of positive energy and emotion. It's the presence of this negativity. And like I said, the more attached you feel to something, the more upset you feel without it, the more anxiety you feel over manifesting and, and all this trying to master it and worrying about whether that's coming from because there's you don't you wouldn't feel that attached to doing it and succeeding with it. You wouldn't feel so attached to learning about it and mastering it. Unless on the what's driving that is like some sort of I feel really bad and I see this as my ticket to fix all this. So I got to make sure I nail it, make sure I'm doing it right. I got to master this. And again, it's not an action based process. There's nothing to master. So like I was saying before, I got a little off track there. For a lot of us, the primary component of quote unquote energy work, it's not going to be cultivating positive energy. It's dealing with your shit now. And that's not meant to be like a discouraging like kind of... um pessimistic thing well you know life is pain and life is suffering and in making personal development this serious task where it's like you have to be facing off against your pain every second of the day and this is serious work here it's like no we, we're doing serious work some people this work will bring you to some very dark deep places it'll feel intense it'll feel serious but it doesn't have to be this we don't have to take it all so seriously but again, so if energy and vibration are fancy words for feelings, your biggest problem right now is not that you're lacking positive emotion or sufficient positivity in your vibe. You have feelings that are lying at the root of your desires that you're not dealing with. You're telling a, a story about your circumstance that's painful. And part of that story is if you get X, Y, or Z on the outside, if you lose the weight, get the better job, get a boyfriend, make more money, have more success in your business, get more recognition in your field, get that promotion, get this, get fix this other, whatever problem in your life, you will feel better. And then that story, again, that story causes pain. It's a not, it's not a true story because our circumstances are not responsible for our feelings, positive or negative. All the things you think in your life right now that you think are making you super happy or you think, yeah, this circumstance in my life, I was happier than it was because of this. If you were to dig deeper, you'd probably find that, no, that wasn't really true. There might have been some surface benefit to your circumstance. You might have been in a period of life where there were other things that weren't bothering you as much. So again, your mind perceived that your actual circumstances was what was making you happier, but it's probably like, oh yeah, that's probably not true really. So again, that's why I talk about dealing with your negative feelings a lot. Because if, again, energy and vibration are fancy words for feelings. Dealing with your feelings is, is going to be paramount. So if you're upset right now with any aspect of your life, that's what needs your attention. Your job is to not try to raise your vibe or to, to deny or suppress those feelings. Yeah, you want to do what you can to, to create positive energy in your life. Of course, that's part of the process. But like I said, 
that's not your core issue right now. I can promise you because when you deal with your emotional pain, when you start dissecting the stories that are creating your pain, when you start seeing what it is you're really after, what you're really looking for in your life, which again, it's not the external whatever. When you start dealing with all of that starts crumbling away, you start dislodging all of that, bringing it up to the light to be healed and released or whatever, you automatically start feeling better. The reason a lot of people struggle to feel better is because they don't feel good now. And there's all this tension and pressure and there's this huge momentum they're trying to fight against. And again, there might be some surface changes here and there, but it's not lasting. It's not genuine. It's not enough to become dominant by any means. Because in that mode, when we're trying to feel better, not for the sake of feeling better, but just because we think feeling better will get us something we want, we're still very much living outside in. We're not examining the true root of our feelings, so we're still going to believe our circumstances are responsible for our feelings. And all of that positive energy we might manage to activate here and there, when our circumstances aren't changing, the mind's going to start losing its enthusiasm for trying to feel better because it's the only, that's the only reason it's trying to feel better. So then it's like, well, this isn't working. This shit's not working. Something happens. An, uh, an expectation goes unmet. Something doesn't turn out the way you want it to. You don't get something you want. You get attached to a very specific channel or version of what you want and it, it doesn't come through. All of that positive energy goes right down the drain because your mind is still letting your circumstances dictate your feelings. So that's why I talk about the mind a lot because the mind is what's creating the stories that are creating the feelings. Understanding what the mind, ego, human mind does, that gets that you're going right to the root. You're getting right to the source of the problem there. You're, you're chopping it, you're chopping it off right where it starts. And all of the because one reason too why it's good to recognize it's the mind and your perception is that means at any given moment, you only have one problem. When you think the outside world is your problem, that feels badly mainly because it just, you know, you can't do a lot. There's a lot of things in the outside world you can't control, but it feels badly when you think you have like all of these separate problems that need solving and all of these separate areas of your life in which you need to raise your vibe and manifest something different. Does it feel better to think you have 15 problems or one problem? I'd rather have one problem than like 15 or 20. Because it's like, okay, no matter what's happening right now, no matter how much of a shit show my life seems to be, no matter how many separate problems my ego human mind perceives me to have, I actually only have one. And the great thing about perception being our only problem is that you can shift perception literally any moment. Like literally the next second then now, and then the next now, you could be like, oh, I could look at this in a totally different way. And it's not about putting pressure on yourself to try to embrace some, you know, radically different thought system immediately, you know, full throttle. But it's if you at least have a willingness to concede, maybe people like me that are telling and like, I'm like, you know, I'm new kid on the block as far as these sorts of teach. I mean, the perception in your mind, that's Christ, Buddha philosophers, people from thousands of years ago, right? This is not new information. This is not some new idea. It's like, wow, a lot of these like really seemingly wise, peaceful people, you know, Buddha, he seemed like he knew what he was talking about or Christ and whoever, whoever it is, right? Your inspiration, these people, it's like, mm, maybe they're right. Maybe the problem is my mind. Be nice if it was my mind because I can control my mind because I can choose my thoughts. I choose what I believe. I can choose my perception of a given situation. I could choose how to look at it. 
My ego mind doesn't like facts. It likes grievances and blaming. And I'm very conditioned to look to the outside. So it'll feel challenging, but it's actually, I think, worthwhile pursuit, right? Because I can change my perception at any time. I can change my mind at any time. And on the subject of this, I wanted to bring up something that I've said before. And I, I wanted to say it here specifically, given the subject matter I'm talking about here. I talk about the ego human mind a lot and because it's our biggest problem, but I don't want to give the impression that I'm disparaging it or like I'm bashing that part of us or being like, that's, you know, it's, it's this terrible part of you and it's so horrible because people are like, well, the mind, you know, it means well, and it's just trying to protect us and this and that. It's like, yeah, that might be true, but that doesn't change the fact that it's thought system is hugely problematic and the root cause of all of our emotional suffering and every problem we have in our life. Because again, if everything's perception, our human perceptions not coming from spirit, all of that negativity is coming from ego human us. So I'm not bashing this part of us or saying you need to like destroy it or hate it or go to battle against it. I don't care if its intentions are good. It doesn't matter. What is that saying? The road to hell is paved with good intentions. I don't know if that really applies, but it made me think of it. But anyway, right? So I want to keep that. I want you to keep that in mind when I talk about this. I'm not trying to bash it or disparage it or again, say it's some sort of enemy and this part of you you're supposed to hate and fight against and resist. You don't want to do that. You want to look at it with compassion. But when you find yourself starting to defend what it's doing because you think it means well, well, it just wants to protect me. It's just scared. It's just this. It's just that. It's like, yeah, again, that might be true, but it doesn't change the fact that its thought system is hugely problematic. And again, if energy and vibration are just fancy words for feelings, think of it, the ego human mind thoughts. Does any of it feel good? Think of the things it wants to insist on you doing. Does any of it feel good? So again, if you want to think from a manifesting LOA perspective, holding on to a lot of the things it wants to hold on to will not be helpful in that regard at all. Not only will it not be helpful, it will, it will create a huge barrier, a huge obstacle to everything you're looking to change in your life, everything you're looking to change within yourself. So again, energy, vibration, fancy words for feelings. So when you find yourself wanting to cling to something, the ego mind, especially in relation to LOA manifesting type stuff, you want to check in and think, okay, what's the emotional consequence of holding on to this? All these spirit, all these LOA manifesting conscious creation teachings tell me that I have to be detached and open to how my manifestation comes. I have to be open to things manifesting a version of my manifestation. It might be different than the one I'm clinging to and that I want. So when your ego mind is getting resistant and you want to dig in your heels and say, no, I know what I want. I know it has to be this. I know the only person I'll be happy with is my ex-boyfriend. And the LOA says I can manifest anything I want. And I want my ex-boyfriend and screw anybody that tries to tell me that's not what I want. And that's what I'm going to try to manifest. You can believe whatever you want. You can want whatever you want. But again, energy, vibration, fancy words for feelings. How does it feel to have that insistence? How does it feel to cling to that idea and to dig in your heels. No, it has to be this thing. It has to be this way. I get to want whatever I want. Yeah, you do. But how does that feel? Doesn't feel good to think the only way you'll be happy is if you manifest back your ex-boyfriend who doesn't seem to want any have anything to do with you. Or maybe you had a kind of okay relationship and you broke up, but you just aren't good as a couple together. And in some level on somewhere in your heart, you know that. And even if you have a, a friendly relationship post whatever, post breakup, you think there might be, but in your heart somewhere, you know, like yeah, he's probably still not the person for me, but I'm going to insist because, because that's the mind. The mind's very simplistic in its thinking. It thinks, well, 
I, I know I want what I want because I want it. Again, very simplistic thinking. I want that thing. So clearly that's what I want. And again, you might think that's a good argument and you want to hold on to it, but how does it feel? How does it feel to be super attached to something and insist you have to have it to be happy? How does that feel? It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good to think that you can only be happy if you get something you don't have now, especially if you've been trying really hard to get it either through action or a combination of action and quote unquote manifestation work. That doesn't feel good because it's like, what if you don't get it? Then you don't get to be happy. Well, no, I guess not. I'll always be miserable. Again, we can believe whatever we want. Everyone's entitled to their own belief system, their own perceptions. You do it again. You can believe what I'm saying or reject. It doesn't matter, right? You can, but it's again, if energy and vibration are fancy words for feelings, how does all of that feel? How does all the things your ego human mind wants to hold on to, all the grievances, all the insistences on really bad feeling beliefs and perceptions about the world and other people and all of these, your circumstances, how does it feel? It doesn't feel good. So I was like, okay, if energy and vibration are fancy words for feelings, then I probably need to work on that because it doesn't feel good to insist I can't be happy unless I get more money. It doesn't feel good to insist that I'll only be happy in a relationship. My ex-boyfriend is the only person for me in this world. And I, I, even though there's billions of people on this planet, I know without a doubt that he, this one person is the one. How does that feel? It doesn't feel good at all. So that's, again, that's why I talk about dealing with your negative feelings. That's why I talk about a lot of things that seemingly have nothing to do with the law of attraction because all of these things, these different teachings and things I present are aimed at trying to help you feel better. And another thing too with energy and vibration, just fancy words for feelings, you don't need to focus so much on actual manifestation all of the time. Again, that probably doesn't feel good for most people because what you want, you want what you want. You're operating from pain minimizing mode. So to be focusing so much on something that you're so attached to that you don't have and you feel this desperate need to have and you're quote unquote manifest, trying to manifest it all the time with whatever tools and techniques or whatever you're using. Again, if that stuff feels good, then do it. But most people, it doesn't feel good. It feels tedious and heavy and like a chore and like something you have to do to get what you want. It's like, well, I got to go do my gratitude list it's like okay well do you actually feel any gratitude for any of the stuff you're writing down on that list no not really okay well then there you go that's why your gratitude list isn't working you're not cultivating an, an actual true energy of gratitude so this idea again of energy and vibration just fancy words for feelings then you can see that and I talk about this a lot like quote-unquote general vibe management I refer to it as Anything you do that helps you feel better will be good for manifestation for a few different reasons. Again, number one, the core reason is energy, vibration, just fancy words for feelings. If you're feeling better overall, that's going to be good. You're putting out a good energy there. When you're tending to your emotional well-being overall, you're a little more resilient when you're dealing with stressful times in your life, when you're dealing with a circumstance that is really challenging you emotionally, when you're if you're someone that has decided to go more deeply within your mind and, and start looking at some pains, some things that are, you know, painful and, you know, dealing with traumas and, and unresolved grief and all these, you know, you you're really diving into some emotionally muddy waters, you know, you have a, a little, you'll have a kind of a core foundation of some, you know, good energy to kind of carry you through all of that. So you don't get totally sucked into it. And you feel like, uh, when you have that kind of that base energy, that more kind of positive, calmer, whatever it is, 
it's like um, you kind of feel anchored to that and you don't feel like when you're dealing with the bad feelings or the bad situation, you have maybe these bad, intense feelings. There's a part of you, you don't feel like you're totally like sucked into it completely. There's a part of you that you feel like is kind of like standing back, just kind of observing it and is not fully in it. And again, you can kind of anchor yourself to that. You can kind of hold yourself, that part of you, it kind of gets you through it all and helps you feel a little more emotionally steady. Again, even if you're in the middle of a situation that might be very emotionally challenging for you, whether it's something that just happened or it's something that happened in the past that you're now starting to really get in touch with all the feelings that this situation uh, unleashed within you. So that's another thing too, to keep in mind. I mean, when I saw that all I had to do was focus on my emotional health overall and deal with my negative feelings, deal with these broader, more general energies in, within me, emotions within me, and not do all this work in the context of manifesting specifically to just get something I wanted. I was like, oh, my life is changing anyway. And I'm not participating very much at all, really. I kind of like that. I hated doing all those tools and techniques. I hated programs. I hated doing all, I felt like I had to do that stuff all the time. I got sick of it. So when I saw I didn't have to do it, I was very happy. And I got to feel better right away because I was actually dealing with what was actually making me unhappy and feeling sad and depressed and angry or whatever. It wasn't my circumstances. So I was like, oh, I get to feel better right away, which is good. Nothing in my life has to change first. I don't have to try to manifest anything anymore. I hated that. Because again, like anybody in the beginning, I, I saw it too as of more, you know, the way it was presented as more of an action-based process. You just do this and do that and you change your vibe and you get your stuff. So I, I did that. I, I did. I went through that whole thing too. So I get that. I get all of that. And some people that are still lost in that, you know, still deep in that mode. And then being in that mode, you can still see things happen in your life. You know, our mind, our intention is very powerful and even using it at a more basic level. Because to me, typical manifestation, it's like the way it, it's presented. It's almost like a like basic level, child level, child's play kind of thing. It's like set this intention and put that vibe out there and get this. And it's like, yeah, there's power to that. And I'm sure a lot of people, they, they see stuff happen. But it's like, I don't know, it's kind of for me. Number one, I don't like focusing in that way because the more I see my outside is not my problem nor the solution to anything. <laughs> I'm not as interested in in manifesting in that way of like very specific, trying to attract very specific things. But again, like I said, when I did that deeper energetic work, I was still, you're still manifesting no matter what. You were manifesting before you knew about the law of attraction. That's another thing too to keep in mind that it's not this action-based thing and it's not this big serious thing. You probably have plenty of good stuff happen to you before you were aware of any of these ideas or any of these concepts. And not being aware of it in a way might have, might have been better because once we learn about it and the mind sinks its teeth into these ideas, it's like, oh, I, and it's control and all of its stuff. It's like, oh, I found a way to like get everything I want. Like, let's, let's do this shit. So yeah, energy and vibration, just fancy words for feelings. So you want to think about all the things, especially manifesting LOA specific, like kind of what I was talking about before, when you're very attached to wanting to manifest very specific representations of what you want, you're very attached to a specific channel, you're very attached to a specific person, a specific job, a specific opportunity, attached to, think about how does that feel? 
Does that feel good to feel that way? Does it feel good to feel that attachment? Does it feel good to think that that is it? Ha that is what needs to happen. I need to get that job, that person, that experience. It has to come through this way. It has to work out this. It has to unfold this way exactly as I'm envisioning it. I I know I want what I want because I want it. So that must be what I want. And it's like, how does that feel? How does it feel to be open to what you want and how it shows up? How does it feel to be like, yeah, I don't really actually have any control and I'm just going to kind of like work on the one thing I can control, which is my emotional state, my frame of mind, my perceptions, my beliefs. That's the only thing I can truly control in this world. And then like the universe, God, Jesus, whoever, spirit will take care of the rest. How does that feel? That feels really good. So, you know, all of these teachings, you know, they feel, these ideas feel really good. And again, if energy and vibration is fancy words for feelings, it's like, eh, it might be worth my time to really try to think about this a bit. And then, you know, think about what I'm throwing my weight behind belief wise and the emotional consequences of my belief system and my, all of my insistences on wanting to control and manipulate. None of that feels good. If you're trying to, you know, business is a good example of this, especially because it tends to be a very action oriented part of our lives. We, we do all the we'll do whatever it is for our business, depending on what it is, the different actions you take and whatever. How does it feel when you're really attached to an outcome and you're taking all of this bad feeling action because you think you need to do it to get a result because you're impatient? Uh, you're feeling like a failure and you need to have some kind of win to feel whatever it is. It's like, oh, when I'm taking this action from that space. How does that feel? That's why I always like stress to people like action and energy work are not like these two mutually exclusive like things of like creation. Like action is a manifestation of energy. So that's another thing too where a lot of people get confused. It's like, well, where is that? And that creates this tension within them. Like, where does action fit into all of this? And, you know, we're so used to action being, believing action is the root of creation. And then this idea of doing less is, um, in theory, sounds nice, but we actually struggle with it quite a bit and we're not quite sure about it. And we feel all this tension and then the action releases tension, right? It's like, so again, we can have this complicated relationship with action. But again, if you remember, action is a manifestation of energy and not this separate entity that has nothing, where one has nothing to do with the other. So well, I'll create through action or I'll create through the law of attraction and creating with my mind. It's like, no, your, your actions are not coming out of nowhere. There's something internally motivating you to do everything you're doing. So again, if energy and vibration are fancy words for feelings, pay attention to your actions. Like if you're, if an action doesn't feel good, then there's probably a non-energetically manifesting friendly belief or perception or thought driving that action because then it, it, it wouldn't feel badly. You wouldn't do something that feels badly unless you felt like you had to for some reason. Again, and there's going to be fear, control, attachment, impatience, wanting to, you know, feeling like you, that you have to do something or else you don't deserve what, whatever it is, right? It's, it's a bad feeling, something that's driving it. So there's another thing too to think about. Energy and vibration are just fancy words for feelings. You want to pay attention to the any actions you're taking that you believe are necessary to a necessary part of, of your process of, of, cre of allowing whatever it is into your life. It's like, just like, again, in business is a good example of that because that tends to be a very action-oriented uh, part of our lives. So think about what's, if I'm doing stuff that feels badly, what's going on there? And I know the human mind, you know, we don't, 
really like this idea in a lot of ways because we don't like the idea of having to go into our mind and like consider our feelings and think about what we're doing and why we're doing it and exploring our attachment. But I'll tell you something. If you feel really attached to something and you, you're sick of that feeling, you'll never be able to feel that like that detachment you hear a lot about in these teachings. Like you have to be detached. You have to be detached. Detachment, again, that's not, that's not an action-based thing that you do in some way. Detachment is a natural byproduct of exploring attachment. Because you can only feel detached from some, you can only achieve a greater sense of detachment from something when you understand that you not having it is not your problem. You getting it is not the answer that you're for the taking away the bad feelings you have now or getting the good feelings that you you crave and you're lacking. Because as long as you believe your circumstances and your feelings are linked, you'll remain extremely attached to all these things that you do not have. You'll remain in a very strong state of resistance to your circumstances as they are now to any problems you have right now. And then anything that you wish in your life was different. You'll, you'll maintain an extreme degree of resistance to it as long as you believe that that's changing these things and your life as it is now is responsible for your feelings. What you don't have is responsible for your unhappiness and you can't be happy until you get all of that. You have to explore the root of the attachment because it isn't until you see that it's not the circumstance, it's not the thing you don't have. Because like I said, when you recognize that this detachment that you might be trying so hard to force yourself to feel, which is like, again, it's, it's not going to work, then it's a natural byproduct of it. When you realize that the reason you're unhappy right now is not because you don't have a boyfriend, when you, when it, when that really starts to sink, not just some intellectual appreciating that idea, but when you start exploring your feelings and the story and the narrative you have around that whole situation and you start to see, oh yeah, it's really not about that. Everything I'm feeling right now actually has nothing to do with the fact that I don't have a boyfriend. So that means, again, and some good old logical thinking sprinkled in here occasionally is helpful in this work. So logically, it would hold, right? If what I do not have now is not my problem, if my circumstances as they are now is not my problem, getting the thing I don't have, changing the circumstance as it is now and making it different cannot be the answer. And boom, there's your much coveted, much sought after detachment. Because when you realize that that's not the answer, you don't feel so attached to getting it anymore. You might still want it. That's fine. You might still be like, yeah, but I'd like a boyfriend. I'd like to get married someday. I'd like a different job. I'd like, yeah, fine. No problem. No reason for those things not to happen. Your universe, God, spirits. Like I get you humans. I get all the things you value and think you need. And you just trust a little bit in this process here. And, and you do this inner work and you know, hold up your end of the bargain by creating an energy that's conducive to allowing us to kind of help you get these things like we got you. So yeah, energy and vibration, just fancy words for feelings. If you understand that one thing, you understand everything. There's only one thing that you need to focus on is your emotional well-being. And any actions, tools, techniques that help you feel better, go for it, use them. But just know that they're not the key. They can't make you actually you can use them they can facilitate helping you feel better but in and of themselves they have no power to change you an affirmation a statement of whatever about money or love or health or whatever it is in and of itself saying those words will not change your belief system it will not change your emotional state it will not change its your view of yourself 
writing a list of things you're grateful for will do nothing for you emotionally unless you truly sit there and cultivate, like truly internalize like oh yeah these are actually some good things in my life to feel grateful for but you just writing out a list of things you're grateful for the act of writing these things on paper or saying them out loud to yourself or whatever that's not gonna that can't create gratitude within you this work is nothing energy work emotional work spiritual all this internal all this change we seek the crux of this work is nothing more than conscious choice because of all of our because if our only problem is perception if our only problem is our negative feelings, those are two things that can only be dealt with if we choose to deal with them. You have to choose to believe something new. You have to choose to deal with your negativity so it's not festering and lingering within your being and, and continuing to run your life below your conscious awareness and, and determine you know what your life looks like. That's a choice. No action can... Oh, no action can substitute for that choice. No action can make us make that choice. That's something we do ourselves completely on our own. And the good thing about that is no one can keep you from choosing. The only person that can keep you from choosing is yourself. And like you're, you're you, so you get to control what you think and feel. So that's good. And if it's just, if it's merely conscious choice, then the moment that you've made that choice sincerely, you've already succeeded. But the thing with that choice is it's not literally a one-time choosing. Like at some point, people make a choice to be like, yeah, I'm really going to like focus where I need to focus. I'm going to go internally. I'm going to like, that's where I'm going to put my energy. I'm realizing now that's my real problem is my mind. I'm going to go in that. Right. So then, but over, like, as you go along the journey, you keep having to, you have to keep recommitting to that choice because you have really deep conditioning and you may be plugging along thinking everything's good and you, and you're great. But then and something happens that really challenges you. Maybe it's a health problem. For some people, it might be a particular political or social issue that kind of dredges something up from deep inside. And you're like, oh, shit, I didn't really know this was still here. I didn't really know I felt this way. I didn't know I had this anger or this grievance or whatever. So then again, you have to recommit to, okay, it's just me. It's just my perception. It's not politics. It's not the government. It's not my body. It's not my mom. It's not my kids. It's not my job. So again, like there's a core moment where a lot of people can say like, oh yeah, I can kind of, I think they can, a lot of people, if they think about this choice, a lot of people can kind of think back to like the moment in their life where they made it really sincerely. And again, that's that core, but then we have to keep recommitting to the choice because unless you're some enlightened being that's engaging probably in like hours and hours a day of mind training and, and emotional work, shit's going to happen. You're going to get caught up in the world sometimes. And again, we have to recommit to that choice multiple times because stuff's going to happen. That's going to challenge us. You know, for example, we might, we, again, if we embrace that idea of our perception, our only problem is our perception. It's nothing that happens in the world. The human ego mind has an easier time accepting that for some things than others. You might've been able, that perspective might've been able to get you through a health challenge or losing your job. But then if like some tragic thing happens like your spouse dies unexpectedly or your child gets terminal a terminal illness you're probably going to be like that you might not that's not the perspective you might embrace right away or but well it's not it's just my perception and the body's not real and they die and you know we're not real it's just an illusion and it's fine it's like no you're probably going to know people you might feel very devastated by those sorts of experiences so then you'll have to go through the process of feeling those feelings and the whole you know, rigmarole again, not to minimize it in those examples, but you know what I'm saying? It's so 
yeah, it's, it's, and again, energy and vibration, just fancy words for feelings. Tending to your emotional health is the only thing you need to concern yourself with if you want to make your life better. Because that's the only thing that will make your life better is improving your emotional health. Because if our circumstance, because we think about our circumstances not being responsible for our feelings. A lot of the times we're talking about that in the context of you're feeling badly now and you think, you know, getting what you want will feel, make you feel better. And, but it's also in the context too of like, a lot of people have a lot of good things happening in their life right now and they still don't feel okay. Like your circumstances aren't responsible for your positive feelings either. So it's it's kind of, it sounds like it's one and the same, but it's important to think of those two very distinct ways because it's the thinking of it distinctly is two different like thoughts and two different, like brings you to two different kinds of places and two different sets of realizations. So we do want to just think about, you know, the only, that's the only way we will be happy is working on our emotional health. I mean, if our circumstances truly, if certain circumstances would tr truly made us happier, then there would be a lot of people in this world that would be very, very happy that aren't. There's plenty of people you hear about all the time, like celebrities that kill themselves and these really famous, rich, uh, successful people that have a world on the worldly level. They've got the whole package and they commit suicide. They have drug addictions. They, you know... Look at celebrities. We're so jealous of celebrities. We think their life is so great for what? Because they have a lot of money, mainly. That's the main reason we think their life is so wonderful, because they have all this money. And they have this adoration, and they have these exciting lives, and all these people know who they are, and they are beloved, and whatever. A lot of them have major mental health issues and addictions. Again, they commit suicide. They have all these problems. Again, that's really... Tending to your emotional well-being, that's the only really way that our lives will feel any different, that will feel any different, that will actually be, feel better. That's the only thing. So not even in a manifestation sense, which I know most of us, our inner work is obviously a big motivator is because we're in this worldly life and feel, everything feels so real. And we're so concerned about this human body and its comfort and safety and its preferences and making it happy. Yeah. I get that for our, a big motivation is going to be to make our life in this world better. I get that, you know, thinking if our life is a certain way and we have certain things and our circumstances are aligned in such a way that we'll feel So I get all of that. I'm a human too, but what we're really seeking is, is completely internal and it's, it's doing the inner work is for this ideally for the sake of it in and of itself as the goal. That's the only way we'll be happy because everything is perception. Everything, our feeling, everything is what everything, all of our feelings and our everything, it's all within our own mind. It, it's not outside of us. The answer is not out there. And again, if energy and vibration are just fancy words for feelings, tending to your emotional health has no choice but to affect your outside world. So when your mind gets resistant to these ideas, thinking, well, if you go internal, then like you're just abandoning the outside world. It's like, no, you're not abandoning it at all. It would be impossible to do that. You're working at level of cause when you're working on your emotional health. Again, energy, vibration, fancy words for feelings. Of course, feeling better in any way in a general, of course, that's going to have a positive impact on your life. How could it not? You're not abandoning it. You're just, to me, going about changing your outside world in a much more effective and efficient way because it's almost like the less you focus on the outside, the easier it is to change because when you're not focused on the outside, all of your resistance to what's happening out there and what you don't like and this and that, it's, you're, not act, you're not rustling all that shit up as much and you're, when you're focused internally, you're, all of that stuff that you're trying to suppress, you're working on it and it's just it's not dominant anymore. It's not running the show anymore. 
and you start to feel and again you get what you want right away which is just to feel better and of course that's going to have a, ma a major impact on your external reality and you'll also you know enjoy what shows up a lot more when you're not looking to all these things to fix all of your emotional problems how much more would you enjoy a relationship when you respect each other as two separate human beings with your own lives and your own journey and you're just choosing to be together because you like each other's company think about that kind of relationship versus you have low self-esteem, all of this emotional damage from your past relationships. You had this fucked up relationship with your dad and you have all of this stuff and you're looking for this other person to fix all of that for you. And you're putting all of this stuff on this other equally flawed human being with their own shit. What do you think is going to be the better relationship? What do you think you'll, which relationship do you think you would enjoy more? Right? So this, uh, all of this internal work, you know, if we hold all of these external wants so dear and precious to some degree, maybe always it's like okay well if you think all these things are so important and you think having them will make your life so much better and make your existence more worthwhile or whatever it's like okay well wouldn't you want to do everything you could to enjoy to make these experiences as enjoyable as possible to maximize the happiness that you believe you'll get from them it's like oh yeah that actually probably would be a good idea because Ultimately, they're not going to make you happy in the way you think they are. But if you're already kind of happy or if you're already, you know, have some emotional healing under your belt, you've already kind of made some realizations and you've, you, feel, you feel more detached from the world. You're not looking for it right now anymore so much as like the source of all of your pain and happiness and looking for it to give you all these things. You know, the world responds to that. And yeah, you'll find your existence much more pleasant and enjoyable because... You won't be holding everything so dear and precious anymore. You won't take all of this work so seriously anymore. And it's just, there's a lightness to it that, again, is just much more pleasant. And you could enjoy your relationships and enjoy your family and enjoy your money and experiences. And again, because you're not taking it all so seriously when you're not, there's not all this heaviness around all of these things as they're so important and precious and looking for them to make you happy. All it's just like, ugh, it's like, What's the point of manif manifestation from that angle is like, it's just like a big waste of time in so many ways. It has, it's, and you're not going to get what you want, like in, in, in any shape or form. So yeah, that's it guys. If you understand that one thing about manifestation, you understand everything. Energy and vibration, just fancy words for feelings. So anything you do to feel better is going to help you. A lot of the most helpful teachings you might find for your manifestation, this was my experience, had nothing to do with the law of attraction. In some ways, I found those teachings the least helpful in many respects. But that, again, that's just my experience. But yeah, so I hope you guys found that helpful. And for more content, products, and information about my coaching, head on over to livelifemadetoorder.com. Bye-bye.